0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shem Aleichem The HaBohem Besiyat We begin Sefer Mishnah uh, Bura. Thanks everybody for joining. We mentioned in the uh, Shir uh, during the week that Reb very innovatively says that there are four things every Jew must learn and know very well. And... Uh, he says you have to know Chumash with Rashi and the Ramban. A Jew has to know the commentary of Rabbeinu Yoina on Perkei Avais. And a Jew must know Mesel Fisharim. But number one, the most important thing that every Jew must be familiar with is Shulchanar HaRachayim with the Mishnaburah. So uh, Bar Hashem, we should be zoichah to try to learn the safer and know it well. I was looking that the Mishnaburah has Haskamais. Uh, you can imagine somebody who gave a Haskama to the Mishnaburah? I saw one of the Haskamas to the Mishnaburah is Rabbi Re- Yitzhak Elchanan. And he says he, did, he didn't have a chance to read everything thoroughly, but K'varitamcha uh, Gavra. Very interestingly, the Chafetz Chaim started off his career as a Rav, but it was short-lasted. And after he had a short experience in the Rabbanos, he uh, gave it up. And he never returned to it for the rest of his life. You know, the rest of his life, he basically he was machzik yeshiva. He wasn't the active rasha yeshiva, but uh, he did not make continuous position in Rabbana. So uh, this week we're going to learn the hakdama, and as Hashem, Next week we learn the the first daf. So the begins. Baruch <speaking in> Hashem, <Hebrew> Blessed is Hashem, the God of Heaven and Earth, Hashem bara es hakol that He created everything in His kindness. In six days, And after creating everything, he created man. He says, this man, Even though in, in his kamos, meaning quantitatively size, a man is much smaller, obviously, than uh, the orb of the sky, smaller than the sun, the moon, the stars, the man is uh, smaller than the animals, and he's, he's last. So you would say, man is the least important of all of creation, however qualitatively, if he merits to cling to the Baruch and he runs to do the will of Hashem, he is the center of the universe. Like the Apostle says, like the says, Says Ribanishlam Kisi. Actually, this should have been this, this past week's Haftorah, if not for Shabbos Hachodesh. Hashem says, "The heaven is my throne, the, the earth is my footstool, And I made everything. I made the sun, the moon, the stars, all the galaxies, the entire universe. But what am I interested in? abit. This is what I'm interested in. El ani v'chared I'm interested in a humble, modest person who is concerned to fulfill my my word. So in other words, man is the center of the universe. It's interesting, in the the shirim uh, that we've been uh, learning about tefillah, we learned in the third haliluka, haliluas Hashem and Hashemayim, bamroimim, that really gives you an insight in man's role in creation. You think about that mizmar, it's coming from the vantage point of man, and man is pointing to the sun and saying, "Sun, praise Hashem. Moon, praise Hashem. Koich praise Hashem. Shmei Hashemayim, praise Hashem." And then man turns to the ares and man says, "Taninim, you know, whales, praise Hashem. Fish, praise Hashem." That means man is the conductor of the entire universe. All the entire bria is taloi on man, meaning. Even though we know everything in this world, sing shira to Hakadosh But even then, it will not sing shira until man gives it the signal. So we're the center of the universe. And for man, Hashem prepared everything in the beginning, in the six days. Hashem placed under our dominion the fish, the birds and everything that crawls on the land. Kede, she'yu ha'kol mu'chanim So that everything is ready and prepared for man's benefit and man's service. And so let's think about it for a moment. So the fish are for us, and the birds are for us, and the animals are for us. They're to serve us, to service us. So then who are we for? Are we really the center of the universe? In other words, if everything was created to service us, so are we the epicenter, no. We were then created to serve the Creator of everything. And man was created to serve his Creator. By learning Torah, fulfilling the mitzvahs, for this was all of creation. Like the Pasuk says, So says the Lord, if not for my covenant of day and night, referring to the Torah, then I never would have created heaven and earth. Heaven and earth could not exist. So you say, wait a sec, so why did Hashem make us? So Hashem made the, for, the fish so that we have gefilte fish. And Hashem made chicken so that we have what to eat. But why did Hashem make us? So that we should serve Him? Says Rav No, God didn't make us that we should serve Him, God made us for our benefit, not for His benefit, for our benefit. What's our benefit? It's all for our benefit. So that we will have the ability to be able to be the recipient of His influence, of kindness and goodness, both in this world and in the next world, like the Pasuk says, This is a common theme in the writing of the Chavetz Chaim. Whatever Hashem asks of us is for our benefit. It's all of our days to keep us alive. Now, Let's analyze that Pesach for a moment. It says, Hashem commanded us to keep the mitzvahs for our benefit, to keep us alive. What does that mean? Ke It should say, Hashem commanded us to do the mitzvahs. That should be good for us. Kol What's hazeh? The words ke are seemingly not precise. The Chavos Chaim says, "I suggest to explain al pimach shabiyarti mekvar based on something I've already explained in the past." As hakosov beparshas achrei mois u ushmartem es chukoi say es mishpatay ashar yasa oisam haadam v'chay b'hem. The pasuk says, "Keep my mitzvois, my chukim, my mishpatim that a person should observe v'chay b'hem to live in them." And Onklus translates, the tergame Onklus, v'chai bohem b'chai eternally. Tagam Onklus translates, we keep the mitzvahis, we perform them to live forever and ever. V'amarti, l'chavetz Chaim said, I explained, the ha-dvaram hu kipshutai. The meaning is simple. kine yine yodua dechol we know all of creation. Hein ma'a shenim tzupay ba'aretz v'yemina adam u'lemata, both physical creation, man, animal, and whatever is found in the heavens, well, that which is found in the heaven are called the hosts of the heaven, even the highest entities, they all need God's influence. Meaning, we understand that if we don't eat bread, we can't survive. If we don't have nutrients, we can't survive. We don't think about the fact that the sun also needs food the moon needs food the stars need food what's the food god's hashba in other words hashem's influence that we should, that it should survive so hashem is mashbia on the stars the moon and so forth that they should continue to exist Hashemus, lan rak hashem the only thing that doesn't need hashba is god god doesn't need hashba but everything else needs hashba Ata, Asisa, you made everything. The Atta kulam. something we don't really think about too much. We don't think about planet Earth needs the hashba of Hashem. The stars need the hashba of Hashem. Ach, ein hashbas they don't eat what we eat. You know, we eat bread, we eat tuna fish. but what does the sun eat? They eat some kind of more sublime type of food, Shihu Mazan, Ruhani Vadak. The Malachim eat some kind of spiritual, refined, nutritional uh, food. U'Kamay Shekosov, like it says in Tehillim, Lechem Abirim Ochal Ish. And Chazal say, what does that mean? Zehu Lechem Shemalach That's the bread that the angels eat. Ulafiza Pasha. According to this, it's obvious. Da'af HaNeshama some HaChamri Think about it. After 120, the body will be in the ground. The, the, the soul goes up to Shamayim. How will the soul continue to survive? I mean, is the soul eating breakfast every day? Is the soul eating lunch? And what's going to feed the soul after 120? So the Khan says, Question. So Arab Shabbos, you take a shower, you take off your regular clothing, you put on your suit, Oh, you're wearing Shabbos clothing. Okay, now you don't have to eat anymore. Would anybody ever say, because you changed your clothing, you don't have to eat anymore? Would anybody think, you don't have to eat anymore? The same thing is with the soul. Just because the soul took off its soul, Oilam body, it's oilam suit. So now it doesn't have to eat anymore. Because all the body is, is a suit. The body is just clothing. Ar ubasar says in With hide, with skin and flesh, you cloak me. So now what? Now you don't need food anymore. So what's the food? That's the question, you know? Most people, if they skip lunch at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, they start getting hungry, they start feeling weak. 5, 6 o'clock, they feel famished. So oilam Haba is a very long time. So after, let's say, 5 million years, what are you going to be eating? You can get hungry. What are you going to be eating for all this time? Here's the food of the soul. The ha when you're alive in this world and the soul is cloaked in a physical shell, Hashem established that the food we eat is some, is something physical. I'm in the third paragraph of the Hakdama. I'm about on the ninth line. So uh, again, for those who are joining, we're in the uh, third parak of the Hakdama, the ninth line about... However, afterwards, we're not going to be able to eat tuna fish sandwiches. So, what are we going to eat? Now, why not? Why, why can't we eat pizza in Shalayim? right Every Jewish neighborhood has a pizza store on every corner. So, maybe in Shemaim, on every, every star, we'll have a pizza shop. So, the Chavitz Chaim says not going to work. Pizza is not going to work in Oilam Number one, Echad Mitzad Gashmi. First of all, it's physical, it's not going to sustain you. (laughs) furthermore, physical food, since food was created here in a finite, limited world, so therefore pizza can only sustain you for about four hours, five hours, the answer is, since the soul is going to be forever and ever, so physical food ain't going to do the job, because it can only uh, supply you with nutrients for a finite amount of time. There's no question, pizza cannot keep you full forever. The soul is eternal. And therefore the soul needs eternal nutrient. So now here's if it's a big problem because there's no food in this world that lasts more than, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight hours. So what are we going to eat up there in Shamayim? Therefore, God, in his abundant Mercy, San He gave us the Holy Torah. That's eternal. In other words, the Torah you're learning now will keep you full for like a million years in Shammayim. And the observance of the Torah will give you a spiritual light that will keep you going eternally. From that light, we will delight in because that's some kind of spiritual delight. That's what it means in Then we will delight in Hashem. That is what Chazal refer to when they say it's The righteous will sit with their crowns on their head. And they will enjoy the delight of the Shechina. V'hu ha'idun ha'gadol. That is the greatest delight, the greatest delicacy, mikol ha'idunim, from all the delights in the world sheichom limatzeh, that can exist. V'hu ha'mechaya o'isanu netzach. That is what's going to keep us going forever. So in other words, if in this world you learn Torah for 15 minutes, that is food. Think of it as lunch. But you know, sometimes somebody eats a power lunch, to, they have to keep going for let's say they, they know they're not going to eat dinner till 12 a.m. so they got to fill up so the, the, the zman that we're koiveya for limud in this world is a power lunch it will last like a million years in Oilam that's the food Rabbi say thanks everyone for joining we'll pick it up tomorrow the goal is to finish the Akdama this week and we'll start Bezal Shem Aleph next week wishing everyone bracha of have a great day Kalten.